0: Uh, Hello and welcome to another of the Geography Special podcasts and in this one, again, uh, my colleague is going to be attempting to teach me something I know nothing about. So, what are we doing today?
1: We are learning about the last case study in the settlement unit, uh, which is about Cairo, and it's split up into two sections. There's the part of the case study that's looking at the reasons why low-income country cities become um, really densely populated. Right. Um and what and the second part of it is looking at the effects of that rapid growth in population okay. again in All this right. case looking at Cairo.
0: So we're focusing on the city of Cairo which is in Egypt. Yes, That I know. That's yep. good. It's a capital city. Yes. And is it generally a poor city? Oh, oh, it's it? really yep.
1: really poor. So um Some people think Egypt is quite wealthy because they think of the pyramids and the pharaohs but Mm -hmm. actually Egypt's quite a poor country with it having the Sahara Desert and a lot of people are concentrated around the River Nile because it's really fertile and so the jobs around there are all farming and obviously not very high skilled so uh, people don't have education and they don't get jobs.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fine. All right. So that's a top tip yeah. there. It's, it's a poor country. Yeah. What's the correct term we should be using when we talk about a poor country?
1: Low income country. So L- lick. Lick. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. All right. So, Cairo. Then, how does uh, a low income a city in a low income country then how does it grow? What 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 happens?
1: Okay. There's two reasons. So as we mentioned about the farmers, then yeah. they've got very poor quality jobs. Um, if uh, their, their crops aren't growing very well they start seeking other jobs elsewhere mm. and they tend to go to the cities and the reason for that is because there are transnational corporations in those cities, do you know what a transnational corporation is?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume that it is uh, something like Shell or BP, something yeah. that works in more than more countries. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they're big companies yeah. that have factories or businesses in other countries, yeah. yeah, so they've heard the names, they think okay they're setting up a factory here there's going to be jobs and they move to the city to get the jobs. So that's one of the reasons there's a big migration issue with people coming in to find new jobs. And the other issue is because a lot of these people are quite young. They're having uh, families Mm -hmm. and um, they're not using protection because they either can't afford the protection or um, they're still in that culture where they think I'm on the farms. I need to have as many children as possible. And so as a result, they have big families and there's nowhere to put them and that is really the reason why there's big populations and rapid growth in Cairo
0: so the the function is uh internal migration from the rural areas yeah. to the urban area yeah. and simple population growth from the birth rate yeah fine okay.
1: yeah so, and just to remember they've got you've got to mention about the contraception because okay. in it, migration happens in our country we have um people reproducing in this country but the difference is we know to use contraception we've had the education about it and we have the facilities and the money to be able to get it as well
0: is that more cultural or religious the
1: Um, lack of contraception i think it's both it's cultural and religious um but i think also it's the big thing about the education they just don't know about it yeah fair enough okay yeah
0: all right so we've got this city we've got rapid population growth yeah so we've got uh, internal migrants and not only the normal people, the people who were there originally, but also the internal migrants are having lots of children. Yeah. Okay. So I assume the next question is what effect yes. does it have?
1: Yeah. Okay. So the effects are split into different types of pollution and the general housing thing. And there's some right. good good effects. It's mainly negative. So we group it into noise, air, land, water, housing and then positive things that have happened. Okay. Okay, and just to know for the exam, you've got to read the question carefully because sometimes they'll ask for the effects of rapid population growth. Sometimes they'll ask for the negative effects. So just be aware of that.
0: Right, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, so the, I will start with an ice pollution. That would okay. be a good way to
0: start. So I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that that's going to be from increased traffic. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be from increased industrialisation.
1: In part, mainly the traffic,
0: entertainment. Yes, definitely. Yeah, Uh, Um, nightclubs and and bars and yeah.
1: yeah. And you mentioned religion earlier. It's a um, Muslim country. Call to
0: prayer. Call to prayer. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the issues are the calls to prayer are obviously around dawn time. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got the traffic that's twenty four hours a day, and we've got the nightclub boats on the River (laughs) Nile. Yeah. So you can imagine the people living in the suraya El Gazira district. I know complicated name, Soraya uh-huh. El Gazira. Right. And um, they are having difficulty sleeping. Yeah. Because they can they've got these they've got these boats that have got parties happening mm-hmm. every night, which are obviously keep yeah. them up till stupid o'clock in the morning, and they've got uh, the call to prayer after that, um and in the um, afternoon.
0: And of course, the more people there are, the more mosques are yeah. going to be. So yeah. the more, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And it's very noisy. Just for people who don't realise that the call to prayer, it is someone stood at a microphone, mm-hmm. um, reading a prayer out to the city, yeah. um, and basically alerting you that you need to come to mosque or you need to start praying. Um, so obviously, it's really, really loud. Um, and obviously, the issue with that is that people just can't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's quite a nice, easy one to remember. Yeah. Um, air pollution.
0: Well, that has got to be the traffic has to be a big yep. one there, doesn't it? Again?
1: Traffic and also the factories.
0: Yes. So yeah. okay.
1: the issue is that it's re- re- um, producing a lot of greenhouse gases, so carbon dioxide. There's not nitrous oxide being created, and this is really impacting the Shubra El Kheima district in Cairo. Right. Um, and the problems that people are having here are to do with smog. Do you know what smog is?
0: I do know this because of uh, London yeah. and Beijing and everything. If I'm, uh, let me see if I can get this right, and then you tell me if I've got it yeah. wrong. Smog is where the fumes can't escape, yes, and it tends to then become low lying pollution, yeah. smoke, and all the rest yeah. of it, and it can't get broken up because it's so dense. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, is right. That, yeah,
1: and so basically, because it's so dense. The vitamin D can't come through from the sun.
0: So it's actually blocking yeah. the, the rays of the sun. Right, yeah okay.
1: And as a result, people have got vitamin D deficiencies, which isn't a good thing because wow. you need vitamin D in your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So people are getting ill. Um, also, there's a lot of lead in the air. So Interesting. in this country, our petrol it's unleaded, use is unleaded yes, but yeah. they're still using lead over there. And I think also it's coming out of a few factories as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's in the pollution, and that's actually causing people to lose intelligence. Yes,
0: lead, lead causes um, a, a drop in IQ yeah. quite starkly, especially amongst children, yeah. which is why we got rid of it over yeah. here.
1: Uh, just to make it clear, in your example paper, please don't say that people are getting thick. You need to say that they are losing um, losing um, some intelligence. It's yeah. not that they they don't know anything at all. It's just that um, they they're not as bright have, as they were.
0: Do we have a number on that about uh, about how much they're they're losing on average? On
1: average, four IQ points.
0: Wow, that's actually quite a sizable mm. drop. That's yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and the other thing to do with lead is that it's causing tooth decay oh really yeah. i didn't know that 80 80 percent um rise in tooth decay across the city wow yeah so people are probably aren't going to the dentist anyway so probably don't have great quality teeth yeah. but
0: and of course the water probably isn't yeah and, and
1: yeah. so their teeth are rotting and they probably a lot of people are left without any teeth mm-hmm. and they can't eat as well um which means obviously they're not going to be getting the vitamins that they need um and the nutrients that they need in their lives, because if they're not eating everything that they're supposed to be having, yeah. their diets aren't going to be great, because obviously they're going to have to liquidise a lot of food I've got one, yeah.
0: if everybody's concentrated in the same area, yeah. uh, this Nile area, which is the fertile one yeah, and if that's where a lot of the farming happens yeah. burning of stubble we we do that over here where we burn off the, the straw in the
1: yeah, Just I was going to say we need to make that clear, because Otherwise, I'd have vision then. Yes, not, not stubble, stubble on, on the face. face. Sorry. Once,
0: you've, <laughs> once you've harvested the, the the grain and the wheat and all the other bits and pieces, you're left with some stuff in yeah. the field, which is burnt off. Yeah. And we don't tend to do that anymore. Yeah. Very few farmers do. But I'm guessing they do then. Yeah. If they've already got smog, that is going to be there as well, yeah.
1: is it? Yeah, it will be, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah um it actually says i don't know whether people made a note of this at the time but um in october november it tends to be worse there's like a black haze across right. the whole city
0: yeah
1: Oof. right the next one is land pollution um and this one again is in your Shubra El chema area And basically what the issue is, there's so many people living in Cairo, and most of them are living illegally as well. And when I say illegally, it's not that they shouldn't be here, that they've come from another country, it's that they don't have a house. They're living illegally on land that they shouldn't be living
0: on. Squatting? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: So as a result, there's a big increase in the amount of waste. There's actually 10,000 tons of solid waste a day produced. Um, And only 60% of it's collected.
0: So the rest of it's just left on the streets. Yeah, street. it's left wow. on the streets.
1: And as you can imagine, rubbish attracts rats. Mm. Rats carry disease. Yeah. Um, flies are biting the rats, bite the humans, mm. and people get really, really ill. Um, also, a lot of the waste isn't just left on the streets. It goes into the rivers. So the River Nile is quite polluted as well, which right. links in with the water pollution that we'll look at in a minute. Um, there is actually the plague there as well
0: bubonic and right yeah Yeah. makes sense
1: um and as i said it's the rats that are the the issue
0: and i'm guessing that it's not just domestic waste either if we talk about factories and things there's got to be some industrial waste yeah
1: yeah um so there's a a stockpile of fifty thousand tons of hazardous waste in the city that hasn't been got rid of yeah and obviously if you are coming into contact with that toxic waste that's not a good thing you could get disease you could Mm. get really poorly
0: um
1: you could even die if you've um, spent too much time in it and you've not been treated because obviously people can't afford to go to the doctor either Mm. um so that's not a good thing again that was in shubra alchema shubra alchema is not a nice place to live it's
0: uh, Uh, it's worth pointing out the other thing that people always assume is they they take the NHS for yeah. granted and we're used to just being able to go to and e and get medical yeah. help and it doesn't cost us anything, in a lot of other countries that's not yeah. an option you have to pay to yeah. go to the doctor
1: so people can be aware that the rubbish is dangerous mm. and might do their best to avoid it but unfortunately it's, yeah. it, it's not possible to avoid it, no. but they know they've got got ill and they know they've got to get help but they just can't afford can't to go and unfortunately they end up in difficult situations um, we mentioned I mentioned the water pollution. Yeah. Um. So as I said, a lot of waste is going in there. Plastic bags are a big one, and obviously right. plastic waste. Uh, plastic waste doesn't uh, decompose, no. and it blocks rivers as well. And yeah. it, it's harmful for the animals and the plants that live there. There's a lot of sewage goes in there as well.
0: Are there sewage filtration or does it just go straight in raw?
1: It mainly goes in raw right. because, the, again, the sewers can't cope with the number of people that are there. And again, we've got people who are living in conditions where they haven't got toilet facilities. Not plumbed in. And yeah, yeah. 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 Um, as a result, um, a lot of the Nile in that area, Shuba Elkema, again, um, doesn't have a fishing industry now because the fish have all died. Oh. So people have actually lost their jobs because the fish aren't there, and so that again causes more problems. People yeah. are without money. Um, a lot of the um water, as I said, is going straight into the uh, Nile, which then goes out into the Mediterranean, which yeah. then starts having an effect on areas in the Mediterranean, even going as far as north as Italy. Um, really? yeah, because it all spreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and not, it's not as bad in Italy, but it's worse around no, the yeah. Egypt dairy. But it does, yeah. it goes all the way up to Italy. Um, and then the fresh water supply isn't to everyone in the city. Okay. Again, because of the whole plumbing issue, yeah, yeah. people aren't connected. So uh, 23% of the population does not have access to fresh water supplies. And only 25% of the population is connected to a public sewer.
0: That's astonishing, isn't yeah. it? that's that's medieval yeah Yeah, it is sanitation yeah so you know
1: when you're walking past puddles on the ground
0: they're not water no no yeah
1: and you can imagine tuba alchema just to give you an impression if you actually went there now you've got all the rubbish on the ground you've got sewage you've got you're near the river Nile. you've got all this noise pollution as well it is a smelly disgusting place you know, if you're wealthy, you're not going to be hanging around in that and it area. Must be, it
0: must be packed in as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Really and I, I
0: suppose, I suppose, from a social point of view, the fact that nobody who's got the money is going to spend any time there yeah. means that it's just forgotten about and left, yeah. and nothing's done yeah. about it from a governmental yeah. point of view. Yeah.
1: And also, I suppose, because you can't control the people that are in the city, you don't have addresses for these people. Yeah. It's difficult to tax them as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, tax money could have been spent on improving the services, but if you're not getting that extra money in, you haven't got the money to, yeah. to spend on them. Um, we mentioned the housing with the plumbing. We'll go on to the housing problem. This is the one that most of you will remember, and it's the city of the dead. And basically, there's so many people about homes, they started moving into tombs. Really? Yeah, they have. They've moved into the tombs, and they've nicknamed it the City of the Dead. Yeah. And it's not just one area. There's quite a lot of cemeteries, and a lot of these were on the edge of, of Cairo. And now Egypt, well, Egypt, the city spread yeah. and
0: engulfed them. Yeah,
1: and, yeah I say. Yeah, and so they've now become part of the city. And as I say, it's nicknamed City of the Dead. It's actually a cemetery called Arafa, um, nice. but locals call it City of the Dead. Um, and it was um, there's five cemeteries that are now. People's homes. Yeah. And they move into the tombs, and it's not also that they've just broken into these tombs, people are actually renting them out. So the family members who own these tombs are renting them to people.
0: I Oh, okay. So it's not squatting, it is renting yeah. out the tomb as a house. But some of
1: them are squatting. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are renting them incredible. as well. But again, tombs weren't built to be homes. No.
0: So, again, there's no sanitation, yeah. there's no... And no
1: electricity. Are they
0: underground as well? No, so they're they, above, they're, most of them are above they're ground. They're above ground. Yeah, oh,
1: they're okay. above ground. And just to make it aware, they are not cuddling up with dead bodies. Right. The dead bodies are buried below them. Yeah. And there are um, so graves. Like mausoleums yeah. above... Right, yeah, right, and so. there's like maybe um, graves within there, you know, with gra- In tombstones. The walls or, yeah. yeah, and maybe um, tombstones that are, um, I suppose, like statues. You know so you how sometimes you see angels... Yeah. Um, it's things like that. So you've, I've shown my class pictures of um, a lady cooking around these tombs yeah. and uh, yeah. using these statues as a washing line. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and they are they are most of them are living there illegally. Some of them are renting it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, as we said, no so sewage system.
0: How many people then are, are we talking about living in this area? Sixty many...
1: percent of Cairo's population.
0: No. Yes.
1: 60%. 60%
0: of the entire population. And
1: just to give you an idea of how many people are in Cairo, per square kilometre, there are 30,000 people.
0: That's astonishing. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, is... I'm actually lost for words. That doesn't yeah. happen very often.
1: And if you've been to a cemetery, I think most of you have probably been down to the cemetery near Pisa in Columbus Ravine, that area. You'll know that they're are oh, really packed in our graves. Mm. So these tombstones are backing onto each other. If you're in an argument in your tombstone home, <laughs> you are heard by everyone else.
0: That's oh, incredible.
1: Your neighbours, if they're driving you insane, you're never going to get away from them. And there's people who work within these as well, because obviously, if you've got people living there,
0: there's going to be businesses. Yeah, there's, there's going businesses, to be businesses, yeah. People selling food yeah. and. and... You're going to have to move on to the next thing because I'm having trouble processing it. (laughs) I just need to sit here and think about this Well, just to give you
1: another idea how many people live there, it's between, no one actually knows properly, but it's between 30,000 and 1 million people. And again, because they don't have exact addresses and they've got no idea who is coming and and going because obviously there's people moving in every single day. They can't keep track of how many people there are in that area mister Williams, for the first time in his life, is speechless
0: I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I there's a picture in the notes here and it shows it shows some tombs and i i I figured it was a couple of thousand people i i i I'm actually flabbergasted it just goes to prove people will yeah. do anything to survive that's incredible so this this is is this alleviating the housing problem or well, is it, it?
1: It's their solution because the only alternative is to do something like you see in Kenya, where you've got shanty towns Mm -hmm. and you are living in conditions where you haven't even got a proper solid wall. At least here, you've got a solid wall. And yes, okay, you might not have access to a toilet and you might not have electricity, although some people do attach electrical cables to their to- um, their uh, tombs that they're living in. Um, it's not a great environment, but it's dry Yeah. when it it's is the rainy season. Safe it's safer, well, safer, yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: just another issue as well, the effect of the fact that people are living in these tombs are that the rules are in Egypt that if you want to marry...
0: You, you have to have a home. I know yeah. this, this is, a, this is a cultural thing, yeah. this is an Islamic thing. You have to be able to provide a home for your family yeah. before you can get married. Yeah. So if you can't afford the home...
1: You can't and get married.
0: married. You can't get married. That's yeah. interesting. So is that, uh, yeah. And then that
1: poses the issue of are people secretly having families? Because we've talked about yeah. the fact the population is increasing. Mm. And the, the, the other thing is if people don't actually know how many are living there,
0: yeah,
1: they could in theory be secretly having families there.
0: Yeah. Easily. And presumably it'll be leading to some social breakdown yeah. and things like that. Yeah. With, yeah.
1: So the effects to go with this housing problem, because a lot of people forget this in your exam, when they ask the six mark question or even eight mark question on this, you need to not just say that they're living in these tombs. You've got to say what the issue is with right, okay. it. So we said there was a lack of the, the sewage facility. Yeah, sanitation,
0: running water, yeah. electricity. And
1: there's been so many people living close to each other that disease yeah. spreads really, really yeah. quickly. Cholera, yeah. I imagine,
0: would be a big one yeah. in that kind of situation.
1: Cholera, for those who can't remember, is a waterborne disease. So yeah. you need to basically have faeces that have got into the yeah. water system. You drink that water and you get ill from it. And cholera, yeah. if it's caught quickly and treated, you can survive
0: from it. It's you... bacterial, isn't yeah. it? So antibiotics Yeah. Will,
1: if yeah. you don't get to a doctor's, which is the other issue, that there aren't people that can afford it, then you end up in a situation where you end up dying. Yeah,
0: three days. Yeah. And the other thing you have to remember is the the first symptom of cholera is a fairly excessive diarrhoea, which carries the disease as well. So you've got to think, all oh, these people packed in tightly. Yeah. No sanitation; it's very easy for an outbreak to spread very quickly.
1: quickly. However, we'll go on to something more positive. Go on. There are a couple of positive effects. There
0: must be some good stuff
1: because there's lots of people there. As we mentioned earlier, these big companies, the TNCs, are coming into Cairo.
0: TNCs,
1: transnational corporations. They're coming in, and they are setting up business because there's a big workforce. And these yeah. people are also prepared to be paid on low wages. Right. And when I say low wages, it's actually more than what they would have earned on the farms, but it's low compared to what we would expect.
0: So can we say, then, that the large population makes Cairo attractive yes. to these transnational yeah. companies? Right, okay.
1: Yeah, So that's a positive thing. So that people come along, it creates jobs, and it's yeah. bringing money in. Because people um, have... Earning money, they're spending money, and they're making yeah. things in this country which they are then selling on. That yeah. means that um, Cairo is becoming a lot wealthier.
0: And that will also improve the retail sector yeah. and build, manufacturing yeah, and build the, more
1: factories yeah. because yeah. obviously they've got the money to do that. So that's yeah. a good thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, in terms of questions, how they will word this is they won't mention Cairo in the question because obviously other schools might have looked at different case studies. So it's,
0: this is purely going to be about
1: low-income countries,
0: low-income countries and population. Yeah. And you have to remember that that question yeah. is Cairo. Yeah.
1: Oh. Now, um, for most people, definitely in my classes, your question for that lesson, well, so your title for that lesson will be worded in the same way as your question in the exam. So it's the effects of rapid growth on a low-income. Uh, country urban area okay okay so when you see low-income country urban area and rapid growth you need to be thinking cairo right yeah um and also just to make it clear the stuff we talked about the start about the reasons for the growth just make sure you read that carefully in the question they're quite often do format questions on this my group had definitely done a question about this recently um and they will say the reasons for rapid growth in low-income countries. Again, okay. you need to mention Cairo, but don't yeah. go into those effects. A lot of people make that mistake. Causes. the causes
0: yes. of... Yeah, okay. um,
1: by all means, in the effects, if you want to just briefly introduce it with the reasons why, then you can do. Because I know some of you find it easier just to sort of get that point across just so that you get your thinking going and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's fine just don't go into too much detail about that you know a sentence maximum about that yeah and um, the effects you need to be talking about noise air um, your land your housing and your positive things your water okay. now obviously with it being a six mark question you don't need to talk about every single one of those effects we there are a lot of effects that we've talked about you know pick out the three that you find easier to do but remember you need to know those positive ones in case they ask negative and positive effects The hardest bit though are these names, and everyone that's done this case study has always struggled with the names. Shubra El Khema, Suraya El ghazira and the City of the Dead. Most of you remember the City of the Mm -hmm. Dead, that's an easy one to remember. It's these names that are Arab names that are very, very difficult to remember. Okay, so let's let's
0: break those down then. So, what's the first one?
1: Right, Suraya El ghazira
0: Sereya El Gazira.
1: Gazira, yeah. Right. Now, I'm going to say my funny one that you don't have to remember. Um, someone a couple of years back came up with this. It wasn't my idea. Sereya El Gazira reminded them of serrated gazebos. Serrated gazebos.
0: Sereya al Gaziba. Yeah. Sereya al Gaziba. Yeah. Serrated gazebos.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to remember that. That's how no. they did it. I know some of you found that has worked. Um, and then uh, the Shoebra Elkema, I'm now going to feel quite embarrassed about because their idea was your shoes, your bras, and we eventually came up with mankinis because it works as this. You don't want to wash your shoes and your bras any your mankinis in the water because it's polluted. You don't yeah. want to use your best shoes on the land because mm-hmm. it's full of disease. Um, So therefore, shoe bras mankinis.
0: and mankinis. Mankinis. Yeah. So what's the actual Arabic again?
1: Shubra el Kima.
0: Shubra el Kima. Yeah. Shubra el Kima.
1: Again, you don't need to remember it in those ways. Other people have their yeah. versions however, of it. However... however this has worked in the past for other people, so that's okay. why I'm telling you it. Uh,
0: I suppose my last question would be, is this definitely going to be in the exam? Like
1: all like all of the things in the geography paper, we have to teach you more than what they can ask you. This is like the big case study question in the settlement unit. There are a couple of other case study questions that they could ask you instead. This has come up most years, so it is worth knowing it. And this, as I say, is the big marks it's the six and the eight. So, this
0: is is a high priority one to revise. Yeah,
1: definitely. If you just a reminder with these big case study questions. On the sixth and the eighth marks, you can't get more than two to three marks if you have not referred to any place names. And simply just saying Cairo all the way through it is not specific right. enough. You've right. got to mention the key areas, and that's right. why I've hammered it: serrated
0: in. gazebos and the yes. and yeah. the city of the dead. Yeah. All right, okay, yeah, lovely. And that's Anything right. else?
1: No, that is all of it.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. And good luck in your exams.